ACL. And if I mean, and, and it's still like, and it's still a good amount of like the area that don't even know that y'all doing it, bro. And it's, it's a perfect unreal. date night thing, like you said, especially the don't tell thing. It's a perfect date night. Most um, of them situation. are BYOB. The don't tells. Oh yeah. Yeah. You pay twenty five dollars and you can, you bring, can your bring whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 a crazy oh. W. Crazy, if you want to go with a lady, it's, it's 50 bucks for the both of y'all, and mm-hmm. then plus the 30 bottle, the 30 dollars you're gonna spend on alcohol, 80 bucks. You already win it if you take her out to, to drink somewhere else, your bill's gonna be over 100 every time, and you're not gonna have a show. Yeah, you're gonna have to be doing the talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be a bit too much. For a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, man, let I met my best in silence. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the night, at least y'all got something to talk about. Like, That's you right. got an experience. Like, yeah, like, Hopefully, at the end of the night, it's less talking and more banging. I know, right. I know, right. Yeah, so you just, you had a whole night where you didn't have to talk much. Right. I mean, some women, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, we talked about this before on the show. They don't have a lot of good conversations. <laughs> you taking that piece out. You are. They helping us with Replacing that. it with another piece. <laughs> oh, man. A lot of the times, I like when they just laugh at the right the right times, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, that says a lot about a person, like when they laugh and how they laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, she's smart as hell. She caught that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She, she paying attention. Yo, I I said I used to coach with this guy, and he said, uh, you always want to say something sarcastic or slick when you first meet somebody, mm-hmm. and you see if they react. If they don't get it, they, you might have a problem. But if they get it, you know, hey, that person's smart, regardless of you know whatever. Academics might say that's a good move. <laughs> I like it a lot. I'm gonna start implementing that. I'm all for it. Shout out to Ray Ridenauer, he came up with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have much witty stuff to say to test people out like that. You know, you know? maybe I have to Google some stuff. <laughs> I don't think you can Google wit. <laughs> I mean, you might get the definition of it, but you don't right. get the talent for it. Oh, no, I still find myself Googling knock knock jokes every once in a while. When's the last time you used a knock knock joke? I'm I'm a, I'm a, you know I'm gonna be honest, man. I've used it as a pickup line here and there. Oh man, to kindergartners? <laughs> <laughs> Who's falling for that? It works. Cause if a girl like if you online dating a girl in her profile, she says, you know, I love funny guys. I love you. Know, I, oh, some 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 of the movie be like, I like um, I like you know dry comedy. A lot of women will say that I like dry comedy, but or, or I like you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I hit them with the knock knock. That'll be the first thing I say. Not how really? you doing, not hey be because it's different too. You're you know you're 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 typing it. You're not saying it. Right. Okay. Not you know, knock knock. Oh, and then once stop. I hit knock knock, if she says whatever, I have to Google. I have to hit Google. Man. <laughs> I mean, you find something good. I mean, I'm sure I when, got it on the hook. When they see that knock knock, they're like, who's this corny motherfucker? <laughs> well, that's what they say. I like corny jokes. That's what it, it works, man. If you're corny, you're my kind of guy. <laughs> hey, shout out to Kensley. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, are you still perfect with your gym move, Kensley? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Inquiring yeah. minds want to know. He didn't tell us if it was big girls or not. So. <laughs> we'll assume there was. You know, like I say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, Kensley, so there's no shame here. Let's get this thing started. Uh... Damn, I ain't heard from you in forever. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I might shoot a text to see how that bitch ain't delivered. Maybe I'm tripping. I still wonder who making you smile, who digging you down Who's getting all your time and loyalty, yeah I still wonder who you keeping around, you making them proud Or is he just an imperfect replacement
happen to me, yeah. Used to call a push up workout. Watch him match my fly birds out. The way you post my standards is based on hoes commander. So when they shoot, they shot, get curved out. Think about your curves, not taking a total wreck out. I know you say we need this baby even bigger half face. So why should I believe I couldn't get one more trap? Chase that waterfall, rest in peace, I left out. My love was real, you can't deny that. All the shit I gave, you couldn't buy that. Hit you with the stick, got you bustin' like Iraq Use a tension, miss as soon as I pull out Damn, baby, is you good now? Got me one, do you even really love the nigga? When I lurk on your page, I don't need see a I still wonder who making you smile, who digging you down Who's getting all your time and loyalty, yeah I still wonder who you keeping around, you making them proud Or is he just an imperfect replacement of me, yeah I wonder Do you know a nigga keep it real? No, you got a man saying a fan, but why you act just like me though? Like me. And I'm about my cheese, my cheddar, my chips. Bitch, I'm at the dough like Rito. Why you won't smoke with me though? Why you acting like I want cool going ahead, but you still ended up getting it for free though? I'm the man, honey, grand like Rio. And I used to meet you right about a Pico. Make sure I ain't drowning in the sinkhole. And she used to hold the iron for the wrinkles. And I guess you still remind me of me though. Always had a thing for them zeros. And you got an uncle in the feds like me, like damn, me, your brother, he a CO. Time and loyalty, yeah. I still wonder who you keeping around. You making them proud, or is he just an imperfect replacement of me? Yeah, I wonder. Do you know a nigga keep it real? Is it solid? Do you know what deals? Are you focused on getting your degree? Do you still want to have one? No, 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 I no, 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 no. Yeah, I want to babe. Yeah, I want to babe. No matter how much you dress that nigga like me, he couldn't be me. Never find nobody who ain't need eyes to know your body. Nobody. But I ain't gonna lie on my conscience, I still wonder. I like it. Welcome back. You guys are back on the bench on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. That was uh Pino with uh his mixtape, I was done. I swear I was mixtape. <laughs> Shout out to Pino with Trap Hamilton and Juju. Y'all go check that out, man. Uh, 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 we big fans of all of those guys, um, for sure. Now, uh, today, of course, as always, and don't forget, On The Bench Podcast, we're available on all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. All right. Now, we do have Jari. Jari knows in the building. Is that a, a, a last name, or is that a part of the, the I com- wish, comedian? I name? wish my last name was that wrong. <laughs> I, wish. Yeah, I wish. What's your real last name that I ain't can't wrong? Even disclose. <laughs> I can't disclose. <laughs> no, I can't because people put that shit on. Uh, people keep saying it. I don't know where. It's weird. People keep calling me by my last name when they bring me on stage, but they're booking me through Instagram. But it's like, how the hell do you know my real last name? It's not, it's, it's, it's it's not on there at all. Man. Uh, 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 man, they'll look you up, man. They'll, they will look you up. Right. Um, so we have Jari Nose here. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the volume, but it's all my good. Bad, my bad. No, nah, it's all good. So we have Jari Nose, comedian, in the building. We're going to be talking about, uh, 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 you know, uh, comedy, his career, and what's all going on in the city. Uh, 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 I meant to tell you, I, I didn't prep Jari at all. Ah, Lee, my it's, bad. It's all good. I'm man. turning it all off right it's now. It's all good, man. Professional. My it, bad. It's, no, it's just it's like you in church and your phone keep going. Everybody yeah. looking around like, who phone keep going yeah, off? I'm just, crazy. I'm a little disappointed it wasn't porn up. <laughs> nah, I was earlier. All right. <laughs> But uh, I meant to tell you, I didn't prep Jari at all. I meant to tell you, I want you to have a, a, a you know, a crazy funny story or something to give us towards the end of the show. You got okay. time to think about it. Yeah, um, time to come up with a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and outside of that, man, we, of course, we talk all about sports, music, entertainment. So uh, as y'all can see, we got some stuff to talk about here. All right. Also, um, I had this thing a little later in the show we were doing. Now, I had this thing. I had uh, Jolly on the show. And um, Jolly actually, uh, he didn't force me, you know, that's the wrong word to use, but he coerced me to get on stage and actually coerced you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Where at? It was at Nightshade. I, I think I was there that night. I think I was there And You were there that night? I was there. King was there too. And, uh, you know, listen. I can got can I there. tell my favorite part of that night? What's that? So we're outside before the show begins, like waiting for the crowd to get ready. And you and I are outside. We're kind of just at, like standing there. And I remember like Jolly comes out or whoever was promoting the show is like, hey, it's time to go. And I laugh my ass off because your first three steps were away from the door. <laughs> <laughs> you were like walking to I-4. Yeah. And I was I like, go. oh, this might not go well. <laughs> and um, I, I, I give myself like a D plus. I had one good joke in there that a lot of people laughed at and Jolly was impressed with. Mm-hmm. Well, I was talking about the chick culture was so loose. I went from Jacksonville to here and I was still inside the culture or whatever. But the rest of it was bad. It's terrible. Not a comedian. I love. I like to write, but I'm not a comedian. And and on the show, Jolly um, told Pink and I and and, and, and everyone was watching about tagging. I had I had no idea about tagging a joke. What that was. What that meant. Yeah. And um, and he said that's what was lacking in that particular joke. Okay. So I'm coming back round two today. I have a joke that's a, it's a it's a real story that happened, but it's a joke. I want to present it to you as a joke. So I, I, you know, I want you to act as if I was on stage. You know, I want you to give me the the, the loud fake laughs you give when somebody's struggling. <laughs> they do that, and it's wonderful, man, because I think it helps mm-hmm. the people that be on stage. Actually, the the big loud laughs. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Give Gives me you the, encouragement. Give me the light when it's time for me to wrap it up. Yeah, I want you to give me that. So we'll do that a little later in the show as well. All right. Can we throw shit at you? <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, I would hope not, man. Okay. I would hope not. All right, round two coming up later. Now, um. I'm going to tell you something, man. I saw something earlier, earlier this week, all right? We don't, we're not going to dive all the way into it. But, you know, Pink and I, we're doing this show. We have fem- women guests on here quite often, right? right. But some of the guests, uh, I mean, some of the people who comment a lot, shout out to Ebony, she's one of them, <laughs> say we, 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 we kind of, we don't, not bash women, but they, she wished we'd be a little more lighter on them and whatever, whatever. Um, you know, I still don't like making a stallion, but it is what it is. Okay, now I want to give. want to be consistent outside the bedroom and inside the bedroom. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the women today because they really surprised me with this thing that happened. And um, you know, by now a lot of people who are in the in in the hip hop news they know what happened with Boss Man D Lo, right? So 
Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it was a very tough situation. He got into it with Tia. Why would you even get into it with a lady that seems so unhinged, you know, and, and <laughs> prepared? Even if you win, you still lose. Even if you win, you still lose. And, um, you know, so he got into it. And then she released the video. And, you know, if you don't know what's on the video, you can Google it or what have you. How'd she get that video? That I was just telling Pink before the yeah. show. How do you even get that video? But anyhow, she got it. She released it. The women that are... I, see, anytime a viral post is out, whether it's sports, music, entertainment, rappers, the clip or, or even a, a you know social media clip or whatever, of uh, whatever, the clip is okay, but I'm a comments guy. I'm in the comments. I read the comments. That's the, the comedy for me. Really? Yeah, I love yeah. to read the comments, mm -hmm. right? So when this is put out, I'm reading the comments, and shout out to the women. They stuck by his side. They all, all of them... 95% of them on boss man D-Lo's side. Oh, I still love his music. Mm -hmm. It's about his music. It's not about nothing else. And this is, and I, I really thought I was going to see the opposite. I thought I was going to see the opposite. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'll, I'll, I'll never listen to another song from that micro penis man. <laughs> right. That's what I thought. Yo, putting I a man on the internet on soft is crazy. It's, 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 it's wild. Crazy. It's wild. It's no, wild. No respect yeah. for the male anatomy at all. <laughs> It's wild, because it's a lot of different elements that's going on that, you know what I'm saying? Could have been extremely cold. Yeah, all she, that stuff, She man. actually set him up for a success, though, because now he got a reason if he's dealing with a shorty to be like, hey, I'm about to pull out. What's up? You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> about to end them rumors right now. What's going on? <laughs> There's no surprises, man. She set the bar low for him, so, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. true. He doesn't need to do much to improve. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. The only way is up from here. <laughs> Hopefully it's in as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, Jari here, man. How, how long you been doing comedy, my man? Man, I've been in comedy for 10 plus at this point, man. I just seen a video a couple of days ago. I'm like, damn, I've been doing this shit for this long. Yeah. Yeah, man. And now you're doing it full time, you told us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in it full time. I think uh, last year was my first time going all in full time comedy. No, no outside uh Distractions or you know sources of income, just all comedy. What what went into that decision and how it's going? Cause that's that's like a gamble, right? That's like yeah, it was just like a lot of things um, going on in life where I was just like, man, let me just go all in on this because this is it's like Jumanji, man. I can't get away from this. You know what I mean? Any any other thing I got into, it's just always led me back to comedy. So um, I was like, man, this year I got to go all in. And, you know, if it doesn't pop off the way I want it to pop off, then I, at least I can I can say that, you know, I went all in on it. And then I went all in and it just almost immediately just paid off, man. Crazy. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, look, 12 months later, do you do you feel that you've made substantial progress? One thousand percent. One thousand percent. I feel like this I'm I feel like I'm finally in that space that uh, I probably should have been. But I was just, you know, had my hands in so many other things that. I, I thought I was giving my all to it, but now that I'm giving my all to it, I realize I wasn't giving my all to it. Right. So yeah, I, I'm in. A, I feel like I'm in a really good space right now. That's so, awesome. So what? Uh, talk about some of the events. I know we're talking about it off 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 mic, sir. But talk about some of the events that you're you know you're behind. Uh, uh, you know that are kind of on a regular basis here in, a, yeah. in in the city. All right. So every Monday at eight thirty, uh, I run a open mic it's been like a flagship open mic in orlando comedy scene for i want to say close to 10 years now um it's the uh the open mic at the other bar downtown on wall street 
every Monday, and that's just sign up, show up, go up. You know what I mean? It's open to anybody who wants to get into comedy, who's just fresh, or if you're a working comedian just looking for some work on a Monday night. Um, Tuesday, we're working on a new room. I don't want to uh, say until it's final. I run a Thursday night in the Milk District at uh, Barley and Vine, um, and that starts at 8 o'clock. It's every week. It's more of a showcase base where we get nationally touring comedians that are just traveling around in Florida looking for time. It's a really good room, real small and intimate. It's like a New York uh, comedy club kind of vibe. And then uh, Friday and Saturday, I run uh, a comedy pop-up show called Don't Tell Comedy. And that's just in various venues around Central Florida. Real cool. Usually BYOB. Not always BYOB if we do it at a, you know, like a bar or a club or something. But um, it's real cool. And then Saturday, I'm back at the Milk District. Uh, with the late show at 10 o'clock and and you know i do pop-up shows in between here and there but those are the the four shows that i run consistently for the uninitiated a pop-up show is what it's like a show that normally doesn't happen there you know what i mean okay we we, we broker a deal with the owner or the manager whoever and we're just like look we'll do a comedy show here it's a one-off and if it goes well you know sometimes we we do it circle back yeah okay but also the one i went to you guys didn't release the names of the comedians until or mm-hmm. the, until like really late. I don't even mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever did. Is nah. that is that the concept to every show? Yeah, for for don't tell that's the concept because sometimes we get like superstars on it. You know what I mean? If we're lucky and they're just feeling generous. I know the one in Boston just had Bill Burr do a drop in. You know what I mean? So <sighs> yeah. imagine paying twenty five bucks and then you know you're like you're ten, Bill, 10 Bill feet <laughs> away from Bill and working on new stuff. You know what I mean? You get yeah. to see it before the rest of the world gets to see it. So, I mean, just with the the brand that Don't Tell has, you know, people people are familiar with it, like, com- on the comedian side. So, they're more willing to go do work. Exactly. Now, Kinsley is asking, uh, no no, no, shorts, no shows in Tampa. Show USF some love. Because <laughs> I have up here, I, all I did was take this from your IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some shows you got coming up yeah. recently. Nah, I'm actually in Tampa March 7th and, and the 21st. I'm doing, it's my first time performing at the Edition. Um, it's like a huge hotel down there in Tampa, man. I, I just saw Drake was staying there when he was doing his concert. I'm like, okay, I got to bring the, nice. the tuxedo out for this one. I got to <laughs> bring the suit out. You going to slide by Mons Venus after the show? Where? Mons Venus? What's that? That's a strip Good club. strip club. I figured it was, but I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to take it there. My and reputation then, proceeds. And, and, and then be wrong. <laughs> and I was talking about a bakery or something. I'm over here like, yeah, I'm going to pull some ones out and go grab some nipples real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, Kensley, you better be in the in the crowd there, March seventh to twenty first. Yeah, pull yeah. up. You're nah, on the spot, bud. Nah, I've been breaking into the Tampa scene um, all last year, man. I'm finally cracking them doors down. I'm trying to get in. Well, actually, I'm inside Splitters May May fifth for Cinco de Mayo. I'm Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, man. Now, now, I've seen you a bunch of times now, and um, I, I'll say I don't know. I don't know what percentage to give it, but it seems like seventy percent of your comedic style is, is pushing the envelope. Yeah. So. Which envelope? <laughs> it just depends on what I'm mad about that day. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, and, yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's edgy now. He'll hit the, he'll hit the edge and toe the line and he'll go over a lot of times. I, how does that go over for the, 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 Average crowd, you know what I mean, like, cause you, you know, every comedian is looking for a lot of laughs. Yeah, but sometimes your jokes get like, ooh. I was, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was going through a phase where my comedy was getting real dark, man. I was just in, I don't know, like looking back on it, I real, I realized, like, yeah, I was just going through things and it was reflecting through my comedy. But lately, I just been more of a, just more of a crowd pleaser type. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't, I don't take it there. 
too much, especially if I'm doing like you know like a, a large scale paid show. Like you can't yeah. take it there all the time. But like little smaller rooms, like yeah, I'm a just me and the thirty of y'all. We about to see if this works or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Bubba, what's the dar- darkest joke you remember him telling? Oh man, <laughs> he got a couple, man. I got, it's I got one. I had, on to, I had to, I had to shelve it because I'm like, nah, I can't just be. Wearing them shoes every day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I had to put that on the show. What did it involve? I'm disappointed. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was about impregnating a, a friend, a friend, a, a deceased friend's girlfriend. I, I said, oh, okay. I said, hey, I completely like fake. All right, it's just. <laughs> it's not something I condone. It was just do. a close call. It wasn't an actual pregnancy. <laughs> or would tell y'all about if I did, you know, <laughs> or admit to it. <laughs> So, um, all right. So you're going. How how much of the like how much of uh, new material are you doing? Are you working on? Because you're doing this all the time. Yeah. You're doing it every week. Now, um, now that I finally got these rooms like going automatic to where I don't have to, you know, put so much excuse me time and effort behind. I've been trying to work on at least five new minutes every week mm. for the next eight weeks. I'm trying to have five new minutes right now. I mean, throughout the years, I'm, I'm sure I got like, you know, hours worth of material. But the the material right now that I have like in rotation, it's an hour. So hopefully within like the next eight weeks, I got another solid 40 minutes. You know what I mean? Because once we start hitting this road, we, we go on tour in May. I'm trying to, you know, just grind, 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 pump out content, content, reel after reel. Once I post a reel, I got that shit is dead. You know what I mean? So I can't keep using it. What? How do you feel about relocating? You know, some comedians, of course, we know mm-hmm. from the area have, have relocated and done. You know, it's, for some, it's been positive on their careers. From others, not so mm-hmm. much. What What you think about that? Do you think it's necessary or? It It helps, and it definitely. Um, there's a way more upsides than downsides. Uh, but I don't know. Now that we live in a we live in the internet era now, you know what I mean, and people are blowing up from their living rooms. So I won't say that it's, it's absolutely necessary, but it does help. You know what I mean? And it's just a case-by-case basis, too, because some people, they move, and it's like, bro, you should have just stayed here and got good first. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or not even just get good, but just, like, I was just talking to Cam Patterson about this the other day, man. That's him, the name yeah, that yeah, is on my yeah, brain. Yeah, him, him and David Jolly, like, the uh, – the saying like, oh, you know, you're a big fish in a small pond. What people don't understand is whether it's a big fish in a small pond or a big pond, you still a big fucking fish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if I go to another pond, I'm still on shark mode out there. You know what I mean? Because I was able to operate at an elite level in a small pond. Now, if you go to a bigger pond, you've got to work your way up. And then hopefully you get to that elite level a few times. You know what I'm saying? Where you're, where you're getting over an hour's worth of stage time a week. Whereas here, shit, I'm doing what four or five shows a week. It's twenty minutes per show. It's a hundred minutes. You know what I'm saying? That's an hour and a half worth of work. Some people in LA, they're lucky if they get it on twice a week. <laughs> yeah, you know what right, I mean? right. Yeah, I but, see what you're saying with that. Yeah, there, there's, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything, but it definitely does help, especially if you're going to a place like Austin because it's on the come up right now. You know what I mean? It, the city is behind the comedy. It's not just like a a niche little thing over here like the city looks forward to it which it kind of still is here but we're changing we're changing but yeah yeah, it still is kind of a a niche thing here do you do you think now this is my opinion don't got to be yours but i i feel like it seemed like cam got funnier out there it's like i don't know if it's i used to watch cam a lot here Mm -hmm. and it's i don't know if it's that he you know 
he got his he sharpened his skills out there. It's something. It's a difference somewhere. Man, where would you put he, it? At? He's out there around like uh, comedy savants, man. When you got Shane Gillis dropping in on a show that you on, you look, you man. gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like that saying, uh, "Still sharp and still." So, and he's getting so many reps in out there, man. That yeah. when I the first time I went to Austin, that's what inspired me to start taking over rooms. Because once I saw they were doing three, four shows a night within walking distance, I'm like, bro, we need to build that out here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So shit, if you getting what 10, 15 minute spots in one night, you doing four shows. What is that like an hour's worth of just like gym time? You know what I'm saying? You get yeah. you get in one yeah. night with what most people don't even get in a week. I, I think the developmental environment is important though. Like if you're around other elite level people mm -hmm. it's going to bring out the best in you it is going to sharpen you so if yeah. you can put yourself in that position in austin or anywhere else you're doing yourself a favor yeah yeah in comedy it's real easy to get in these like real mundane routines where you're just like here's my five the show sucks there's six people here all that kind of shit but if you're performing in front of packed shows and everybody's coming out to go straight netflix on stage <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah, you you gonna step your shit up, or you gonna move out the way? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, one or the other. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Might not be cut out for this life. Right. <laughs> all right. All that right. bag boy job in Publix is still open. Yeah. <laughs> man, you know, <laughs> might have to supplant the retarded kid. <laughs> Hopefully, you put your two weeks in and you just didn't quit abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a leave of absence. I didn't actually quit. No, no, that's true. That's true. I went. I went back and um. For some odd reason, I listen to like old diss tracks from time to time. I went back with with the Drake and Meek thing, and because um, the 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 the, uh, the Ghost Rider guy, you know, he was working at the grocery store. I always say, I was mm -hmm. just thinking to myself that like he just should have just played a part, man. Because mm -hmm. now he's probably back at the grocery store. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, like one, just play a part. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. All right, um, let's get to some other stuff here. And of course, we're going to come back uh, to the comedy here. Um, we do a segment. Uh, when we have guests on here, start a bench with Coach Pink. We're going to give it start a bench with Coach Pink and Coach Jari here, all right? You're the assistant coach here today. All right, all right. And this is what we talk about. We give you a, a couple of minutes to talk about, you know, all the trended, most of the trending topics in sports, music, and entertainment, all right? So getting my, my clock ready here. Again, I didn't prep you at all. I don't even know if you're a sports guy or not. Are you? Yeah. When my team is winning, hell yeah. Who's your team? What's your team? It depends on who's winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can play, I flex with that. I flex with that. All right. So you guys get to decide whether you want to uh, talk about it or not. Start a bench it. So let's go with uh, let's go with uh, Boosie. Start a bench. We'll start Boosie. All right. Uh, Boosie, a mainstay in our uh, <laughs> starter pitch with Coach Pink. He stays busy with the foolishness. Um, he says where he's from, of course, uh, Louisiana, they don't listen to Eminem at all. We're still on this Eminem thing. I thought we left this a couple weeks ago. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you keep bringing uh, it back. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's trending, man. Uh, 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 what do you, what do you, what do you, you know, got anything to say about it? I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, like, what, should we be surprised? I mean, <laughs> Louisiana is a funky state. Yeah. Period. I mean, they, they operate under the Napoleonic Code. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, where he's from, where he hangs out, nah, I can't imagine Eminem's a super big guy. Got Brett Favre stealing food stamps out there. Okay. That's Mississippi. Oh, is it? It's yeah, close. One's close. One state away. Oh, okay, one state away. <laughs> don't don't besmirch the, the already sullied name of Louisiana. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> 
What you think, Jerry? Man, I think that Eminem needs to go on a 50-state tour and just shut everybody the fuck up. Bro, <laughs> I, I sell out arenas, bro. Yeah. Like, maybe not in Boosie's circle, they don't listen to Eminem, but, like, that'd be a lot of people's problem. They just look at it in their circle. They stuck in his 1996 mentality, but it's the whole internet, the whole world watching everything you do. So, shit, maybe in, within your five-block radius, they don't listen to him, but I guarantee that motherfucker will show up and sell out. Uh, where, where, where do the Saints play in New Orleans? He'll sell that shit out. <laughs> Superdome. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He'll sell out the Superdome like that, and you know he will. So I don't know why people even waste their time trying to act like Eminem don't put numbers up. If he does, he needs to bring Jameis out for a segment <laughs> just to do Jameis yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, time, time. Uh, we got DoorDash, start a bench. I, d- I despise DoorDash, but we'll we'll start and see what's going on. Okay. So this guy's going viral for posting um, two sandwiches. You probably can't see it on this small screen here, but one sandwich on the one screen is well done, it's finished, and the other sandwich in his other hand is like it's, it's not cooked at all. So basically what he's doing. Well, what kind of sandwiches are those? Burgers. So basically what They're not sandwiches then, they're burgers. <laughs> it's a big difference. Come on, man. Sandwiches are burgers. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not, dude. <laughs> You go to get burgers or you go get sandwiches. It's two different things here. I think a sandwich is anything with two pieces of bread. The burger's a different animal, man. And uh, he's editing the pictures so he can get his money back from DoorDash. That's what he's doing. Oh. So So his burger came fine, but he just wants to get a free burger, so he doctors up a photograph and says this. Um, Cheesy move. No, fuck him. No, fuck him. If you're lazy enough to use DoorDash and pay the extra money to do that, like, I hope they fuck up your burger. I hope you get food poisoned and shit for three days. Like, you deserve that. I I just, why I don't like it. Like, you turn like a $7 McDonald's order into like $20 when you get all the fees and all the bullshit. It's just lazy, man. Sometimes they have promos and deals. I ain't going around for their promos and deals. I hope DoorDash goes out of business after it poisons all of their crappy customers. We only getting fatter as a nation. That shit, the stocks are going up. (laughs) And there's very few food, like very few items of food to me that travel well at all. Yeah. Maybe pizza. That's about it. Cold french fries, I'm not a fan of. No, they're horrible. Um... Nicki Minaj, start a bench. You love her, man. <laughs> you probably have a poster on your ceiling, and you pleasure yourself <laughs> to uh, her. What are we doing, man? Just, we'll, we'll start. Clearly, you want to talk about it. <laughs> now, we have to. We have to. It always, always gets me a little fired up when we talk about these trifling whores. <laughs> I'm just saying, her, uh, her little sister... Is, is is into music now and it says she sounds pretty good. What what do you think about the uh the the idea of having a Nicki Minaj two point that's a another another uh generation of Nicki. I am uh pro choice. <laughs> <laughs> we could have got this one early. Very disappointed we didn't. Come on. Man. Just another useless female rapper. I mean, we're just inundated with this stuff. We haven't heard her yet, man. I'm sure she ain't good. I'll put the farm on it. Come on, man. The apple generally doesn't fall far from the tree. That's that's how the saying goes. Yeah, for a reason. You got any hope for uh, Nikki's sister music, Jerry? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. 
I feel like she would have already been on one of Nicki's tracks or at least got her name dropped in one of her songs if she was at least decent. Yeah, unless she's like ridiculously young and just like now's the time you're gonna start. Or just very, that's that's true. That's she, a great point. She has to be completely opposite of Nicki. Like I don't need, I don't know, man. I, that whole like saying sex sells and shit that was cool in the '90s when motherfuckers had to go to like porn stores to see titties. But like <laughs> we can see anything we want at 8 a.m. You know what I'm saying? You got to come with some bars now if you're a female rapper because this whole yeah prostitution music thing is just let them know because they hadn't figured it out yet. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, going on next, and we have a uh, Nicki Minaj super fan in the chat, Pink Pink Nina. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stop trying to steal my name. <laughs> I got mine the honorable way. <laughs> Heritage. Hers is just because her coochie is pink. <laughs> <laughs> and her booty hole brown. <laughs> All right. Um, and you know because. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would hope so. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott started benching. Oh, man. The, the Cowboys need to bench him. <laughs> but we'll start him here because I feel that a mistake is about to be made. Yes. Yeah, so fresh rumors of uh, Dak Prescott's new contract because he has to get paid now. Um, it could be a whopping $60 million a year. Which would shake up the uh, the landscape for new contracts here. Yeah, it'll shake it up because over half the quarterbacks in the league will be able to say, "I'm better than that guy," right. <laughs> and he's making sixty million. So what should you pay me? Um, the Cowboys will probably do this, and they'll rue the day they did. Um, he's just not that guy. I mean, how many times do you march into the playoffs and underperform? Before somebody realizes you're not that guy. I mean, I realized it a long time ago. I mean, Jerry Jones, maybe it's senility. He's old. He's useless. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just not a, a good idea to put that much money in there. And again, you're going to sit there and say, I mean, we're a year and a half removed from should they move on from him for Cooper Rush. Yeah. And now 18 months later, let's pay him $60 million a year and reset the quarterback market. This is idiocy. I hope the Cowboys are, are like never win another title, yeah. ever. They probably won't until Jerry bites the dust. Can't come soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could go down in that yacht. <laughs> Man overboard! It's been worse ways to go. Yeah. yeah. Drowning? Is, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Yeah. But you're in your yacht. Maybe you got. Well, some you're outside the yacht. It's gone down. <laughs> <laughs> you might be in a life raft with fucking Jack and Rose. <laughs> What's going on? What's the day, Jai? Um, I think they need to just sell the team and um, just move on from football altogether. <laughs> yeah. What should they do then? Bro, maybe raise cows. You know, whatever they do out there. Whatever Dallas. they do in Dallas. <laughs> Bustling cow market. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man, oh. it's kind of sad, man. The Cowboys are like that that deadbeat dad that calls the calls their kid and be like, "I'm gonna pick you up today," and it just doesn't show. <laughs> <laughs> it never every, every year they have like a good run for a little while, and then it's so cool. I, I think he's coming. We're gonna we're gonna go to Disneyland. 
That shit is like the first 30 minutes of the movie Liar Liar on a loop. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, it's on a loop because the problem is the fans, they believe it every time. They do. Oh, he's coming. They're yeah, so gullible. Every, every single But remember, remember we did that piece a couple weeks ago. With the, and like they, they, like they recognize they're going to fail, but they still believe. Like they're just, they're, they're mentally uh, these, damaged people. These guys are 38 years old, still believing their dad is going to come. <laughs> yeah, bro. Christmas, man. <laughs> nigga's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's not coming, bro. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's out of there. He's out of there. Corey, we're talking about you right now. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes started bitch. Oh, all day. So, um, Antonio Pierce, uh, the Raiders' new coach, of course, he says that they have a plan in place to stop Mahomes, and they're calling it the Mahomes rules. Very similar to the Jordan rules that they put in place uh, that, you know, every time Jordan would come to the hole, you elbow him, you, you know, you hit him in the nuts, whatever it takes to make sure he feels you that he's here today. And that's those yeah. are the rules that he's implementing for those Raiders for Mahomes. I listened to Antonio Pierce on the pivot and I get what he's doing. And uh, I understand it. you want to make the game of football uncomfortable for the people you're playing against. And I, you know, I get that. I I applaud it. I do think it's like an oversimplification, though. Mm. Um, I don't think that alone is going to unnerve Pat Mahomes to the extent that he can't function against the Raiders. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to have more than that. You got to have talent. You got to have a good tactical plan. But there's nothing wrong with having that physical element and getting into it. And, and to be honest, like there's already there's there's clips of like Max Crosby kind of getting into him and pat's even said i hate playing against yeah, him. yeah yeah. it's been a couple of years of that you know yeah, yeah. and it's, it's already kind of there in the raiders dna to do that um you know I, I i like it interesting though like antonio pierce is is making the the podcast rounds yeah he's everywhere yeah i don't know of another coach that's been that like all in in an off season on the podcast circle and it is one of those weird things where he, he may over talk himself. Yeah, that's and I'm what not. I was I'm not saying he's gonna like like disclose you know game plans or something, but he could almost just oversaturate himself, build a little resentment, and maybe put his foot in his mouth. And just, it's it's a little dangerous. What he's doing. Yeah, I was thinking, why would he even say that? You know what I mean? Because now it just sets him up to to fail. Because say Patrick Mahomes plays the next season and he goes for 400 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and it's like. So, so much for that game plan, huh? You should have just did it, and then maybe after the game, be like, yeah, you know, we shut him down tonight. That was part of the. Yeah, and I'm sure Mahomes is going to lock this story. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. And they, yeah, they play twice a year every year, so that's that's going to be in there for sure. Yeah, but you know, again, it it really matters what it does for the Raiders, and that's why I don't think saying what you're saying on a podcast is the way to go about it but what you say in that locker room matters right. and if they buy it they believe it and they are convinced that they're somehow got something for the chiefs more power to them i i just i don't know i'm, I'm just not big on disclosing you know too much of that if i'm in a coaching position no that's for that's good that's good all right that'll do it for started bench with coach being a coach jar the, the, uh, the last one we didn't talk about is um I benched it myself. I just thought about it, but I watched this <laughs> the new show with Vince Staples, and I wasn't sure if you guys watched it or not. What's the name of the show? Um, I, I, 
I want to say it's Vince Staples. I mean, on Netflix, it's just, it'll say Vince Staples. I think it has a name of the show. I don't even know who the Vince Staples is. I know he's an artist. You don't know Vince Staples either? No, no. I do. I'm trying to remember the name because I know I know the name. Yeah, yeah. But um, but basically, the, what was going on is he was saying how many times that he had to, um, like, you know, try out for different roles before he even got this show. It was like something like 20 times or something crazy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I mean, basically it was like how many times he failed before he actually yeah. before he actually got it. And it's an interesting show. And I thought I think he's a good actor, but he's, like, he's, he has this particular, like, uh, style. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's almost like a, it's almost like that, that white girl who does the, the, the podcast. I don't know what kind it's, of style you like call that. It's yeah. Sarcastic kind of exactly, yeah. exactly. Just very flat and dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it has a comedic relief to it. You okay. know what I mean? Um but yeah, so I just thought that was interesting just to know how many times, but not not interesting enough for a topic. But if you're but if you're outside the box like that, you really present in a different way, it's gonna take some time for that to resonate and hit mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. Okay. Um let's go let's go here. Are we are we ready to uh do some joke critiques here. I'm always ready. Especially yours. <laughs> Are you ready, Jari? Let's do it. He's the one that matters. <laughs> he's the professional. That's why I got to make sure he's ready. Quote, unquote. <laughs> That's the rumor. That's the rumor. All right. It's weird, man, because I'm already nervous. You know what I'm saying? We just on the podcast, just riffing. All right, Bubba, you you might need mental training. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying like you're like disabled, but like, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, like you got to. My exes may think you got <laughs> you you really got to like get a better mental approach to these things. Yeah, I mean, I think it even goes back to you're missing the train a lot. Yeah, it may stem from that. It does. Yeah. I'm quite certain. I'm a good analyzer of people. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, let's now th- with your little joke. Let's th- <laughs> Give me an introduction. Bubba Brown coming to the stage. Give me an introduction, man. For his third ever comedy appearance. Sec- oh, the second, man. You said a joke on the show with, with Jolly. That's It was the same joke. We just I just oh, redid it in the heat. You no, you didn't. Saying? You did the whole porn setup joke. Yeah, like it was the second porn. joke. So this is my third time. See? Yeah, but that I, was really I'm bad. the show historian. That joke was really bad. You may do the heavy lifting, but I'm the show historian. <laughs> I remember things. So, for the third time, and he finally admits it, we bring to you... The great Bubba Brown. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How y'all doing out there tonight? Uh, we good. We good. All right. All right. So, you know, I'm already set here. <laughs> Not to start your open for. <laughs> this nigga buffering. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a fluffer. This shit crazy. <laughs> To be honest, I wasn't hundred percent ready. All right, but I, I'm a, let me, let me, let me. You know, that was like a short opening. You, know you what started I'm it. You want me to ramble on? No. <laughs> One time male cheater leader at Bethune Cookman. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Underwhelming <laughs> DJ. All right, all right. Um, all right. Seriously, there we go. You know, uh, it's 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 sad to see a lot of your your OGs go in the, in the family, you know what I mean? So shout out to anybody out there that's dealing with a, a recent, you know, death in the family. You know, um, you were dark. your OGs, 
Your OGs and the family, man, they taught you they taught you a lot. You know, if you go back, and I'm talking about your your grandparents, your grandma, your granddads, your great-grands. You know, they typically, you know, they go when you're in your 20s, your 30s and whatnot, uh, your 40s or whatever. And it's sad to see them go because you, you have memories of back in the day. You know what I mean? Them, them, them whooping your ass going up and getting a damn tree limb from the tree coming in, whooping your ass, stuff like that. Funny jokes, all of that good stuff, man. You just have all of these memories. And. You know, my granddad, you know, uh, he, he, he recently, you know, passed or whatever. And uh, and so, you know, we had our last memory of him. Uh, we were in the 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 damn hospital. This is a rough joke. You know what I mean? Give me, <laughs> You're telling give me, some me. Time. Give me some time to get through it. We're struggling over here. <laughs> 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 so we were we were in the hospital. Well, I mean, he was, uh, you know, on his deathbed. And um, see, this is, hold on. I'm a, can I pause here? I'm pause here for this, for this thing. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is one of my key problems I have with joke telling. Okay? Yeah. I know it's, it, ta- it takes a while to get to the punch. The dead period between the time I'm starting and the punch, it kills me. I had that when I was on stage. That gap, yeah. that re- that's what really deterred me. I knew where I was getting to, and I was getting there. But it's the same thing that that when you did it here with Jolly, it's the same thing. He told you to strip out like half of your front part of the joke. Yeah, I feel like it hasn't even started yet. Yeah, because it, it started off. It's sad when your OGs go, <laughs> and then we was talking about getting the switch off the off off the bush, and now we at the hospital. You know what I mean? It's nothing there yet. Yeah. It's nothing there yet. The joke ain't even start yet. Yeah. Unless all of this is part of the punch. And it, you, it better be a hell of a punch. It, it's, a, it's a hell of a punch. But it, it better be the Frazier left and put Ali down. It's a hell of a punch. But where, where I messed up, because when I'm writing a joke, I have jokes with the OG. It's more to it than the, the stripping the limbs out. But when you get nervous, and, and when I get nervous and the dead time is there. You just fill it with words. I, I, I'm no, I'm like, okay, let me advance and let me get to this damn punch. But okay. I have the tags of the fucking, the, 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 you know, getting the tree limbs, like funny shit about your, old, uh, your OGs doing your memories of your grandparents yeah. of back in the day, right? Yeah. But I just didn't do it. I skipped past it. You know what I mean? So you already skipped past part of the joke. I already skipped past that. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, we never would have tag. You got to put the tag after a punch. Because if you tag before the punch, it's kind of. Yeah. They work better after the tags is shit that you normally are supposed to say while people are laughing. That's when it like makes it hilarious because yeah. then it's like, okay, I hit him a punch and I got a reaction, ha ha ha, and he throw the tag on there. And you like, got oh shit, you got it. You got to tighten up the intro. Get us to the joke. Get us okay, and then then hit the punch and then tag the hell out of it when we laugh. Okay, so I, what I should have did, I should have took out the, the whole tree limb shit. Take that out. I could probably leave the OGs in there, the grandparents, but then I need to advance to the hospital ASAP because that's what, this is what the punch is at. Right, because you, you're right. doing with the OGs, and hopefully the people in the crowd are like, is you're saying that they they're thinking of their that. own OGs. That's what I'm trying to get. You know, and who's been at the hospital with a dying family member? Yeah, maybe people, it's a little yeah. dark, but I've been there, you know, whatever. Yeah, all right, so that's where we're at right now. All right, we're at the hospital. All right, here's an idea. How about you just don't do jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Man? Who the fuck said that? <laughs> I 
was thinking the same thing. This is why people never spoke in school, okay? <laughs> they never raised their hand to speak in school because of the people like this. You shamed Bubba. <laughs> it's fucked up. But I'm going to keep going, all right? I'm going to stutter my way all through. caps, and I don't even know why, but I just feel like it's shady. <laughs> you put in all caps. Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So we at the hospital, all right? Okay. So we had we, we you know we had this we had the hospital and you know my granddaddy you know you can see it the life is out of his face all of that stuff man I'm sitting here with my dad and my dad is the funniest uh the funniest guy I know all right man and and the funniest thing about him is when he gets sad he gets really fucking nervous and he just rambles off all right so he's sitting there and he's talking to my granddad talking his ear off about my nephew playing football all of that stuff and then this nurse comes in fine-ass nurse, man. I'm talking about fine nurse. You know, about, couldn't be a day over 30. You know, she's <laughs> from the west side, you know what I mean? She, you can tell she's a boy mom. Think it's all outdoors. You know you know those types, man. Uh, uh, the type that failed the nursing test three or four times. Y'all, you, you know what nurse I'm talking about, man. But she, she didn't give in, up. <laughs> didn't give up. And she comes in, she comes into this, to the, to the room, man, and she's going to change my granddaddy. Now, I can smell he's been shitting on himself for the past hour, but you know, it's a sad moment. And, 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 and you know what I mean? So she comes in to change and she's like, Hey, you know, I know, you know, you're the grandson, you're the dad and you know, it's okay. You guys can stay, but I need to change uh, Mr. Brown here. And so he goes, she goes and she's changing him, And you know, she's taking us. My, my dad, is constantly talking. He's talking, he's talking, he's talking to my granddaddy. Who knows if he can even fucking understand what he's saying. All right. And um, she's taking his pants off. And just out of the, the clear blue sky, my dad just yells out, God damn, that's where I get my little dick from. <laughs> and, 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 he, and he's, oh, the funniest thing about it is he's dead ass serious. He's mad as fuck. That's the, God, I've been walking around for 50 years with this last dick because of you. <laughs> God damn, you better have some money in the wheel. And he's like, he's going off, right? He's going off, he's walking up, he's getting out. And the nurse, is she stops what she's doing and she's looking at me. And, you know, and I'm looking at her. And, I'm looking, and then I get a thought. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh no, I what, what they got going on ain't got nothing to do with me. Right, right, right. What they got going on ain't got nothing to do with me. That's... I got my mama dick. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know what I'm saying? That's, let them handle what they got to handle. That's my stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> I took after Uncle Lilo. Uncle <laughs> Lilo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that's, so that's the joke. I like to punch a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely just got to cut out all, that. all of that 90% shit. 90% of that <laughs> like, shit. Like, yo, when, uh, when, when, you know, when, when you, a loved one passes away, man, it's fucked up. But, you know. I had a weird experience and then go straight to the hospital. And go straight to the hospital. Straight to the hospital. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. All right. Well, I think it was much better than the porn joke. Would you agree, Penny? Yeah, it, it was better. But yeah, I like that. It's probably that. better than the loose coochie joke. Yeah. Yeah. No, the loose coochie just, it, well, maybe because it was in front of like a crowd. Yeah. Because it did, like, people reacted it well. to it. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. it's a little different yeah. in that. No, I, I like the, the premise. Yeah. That is not bad. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, there's hella tags to be made. Do I keep the nurse shit in there? Yeah, because that that gives you reason to to be like, yeah, I don't know them for real. Yeah, yeah. You, know. you you said the the don't scene. oversell her though. Yeah, you kind of yeah. like yeah, you, yeah, you kind of yeah. like heavy heavy like oh, all right okay uh, unless unless while you're selling her is funny. 
Like I thought it was funny yeah. that you called her a boy mom because that's interesting. Yeah, that was funny because that is a thing. Like yeah, yeah, women, yeah. women who are raising sons are usually like more empathetic and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, not like that. Yeah, no, and I th- I think you could have got to the point where you where she looks at you and and you have a, you want to have a snappier response than that, like something sharper. You're kind of like, no, no, that's that's I don't have that problem. Or you gotta have like that's got to be a, a a bang. Yeah, I don't know what what the exact thing what you is. Put there. Yeah, yeah, or like, he, like he said, like even just like, yeah, she makes eye contact at me. It's like, no, nah, that's my stepdad. Yeah, yeah. and and like, bang, you, just go from there. You could take a pause and then build suspense because how you're doing the dialogue with your dad and your grandfather, how he's going off, and you're just like, yo, I had immediately, I had to take control of the situation, and then pause. I told the nurse, I don't know these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> when you, when you say it like that, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. making them think that you're about yeah. to like interject. Yeah, yeah. With your dad, and just like, oh, he worried about the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 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 We got some good, decent comments in the in the, in, the, in the chat. Kensley's on on t- online with us. Solid joke. Just took a while just to cook. T- just took a while to cook. <laughs> took a while. <laughs> that was that was the damn Thanksgiving turkey started at six a.m. <laughs> You got a microwave that bitch <laughs> for real. Shout you, need, to, you, you need the air fryer. Shout out to Kobe and Ebony, man, and, and, and Nina. Even nah, though she's just laughing. Nah, but that's yeah. a real solid joke, man. That shit is funny. I right, appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, we're gonna go to. Um, uh, let me uh, go here. Give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors here, Royal Thirteen The Brand Again, that is Royal Thirteen The Brand Use promo code Bubba Pink and you'll be fresh here heading to the spring. It's going to get warm soon. Okay, it's going to get warm. You're going to want your uh, your above the knee shorts and your and your fly shirts with the buttons on or whatever you want to do. It has uh, fly women tanks on there, all of that stuff. Use promo code Bubba Pink and you'll be fresh heading to the spring. All right, all right. Um, let's go here. We're gonna go. I need go more above the knee shorts. To be fair, <laughs> we're gonna go to the NBA really quick, and then Jolly. I mean, uh, I said Jolly Jari. Uh, uh, do that rhyme, Jolly Jari? No, I don't. I'm not a rapper, y'all. Um, and then we're gonna get to your your story. You know what I mean? So be prepared for that. Jason Tatum been saying some crazy stuff lately, man. Been, been saying some crazy stuff, man. So he's saying, oh, here, just saying that he, he believes he could be the face of the NBA. And in the same interview, he's saying that uh, he doesn't know, you know, he doesn't know why he can't be the MVP. And basically, it's, it's sort of the same thing that most guys do every year. Guys that are kind of on the outside looking in. You know, Embiid did the same thing. Embiid is my guy. He did the same thing. Well, leading up, he's just putting seeds in your head. Like, you know, hey, yeah. what about me? Everybody does this. No, we we, we live in an era of self-promotion. Yeah. If you're not going to promote yourself, who's going to? Yeah. And, and there's a reality to, like, an MVP conversation typically circles around a couple names. And if you don't interject yourself to the extent that people are, you know, he does this. A couple people be a little offended by it some people yeah that's my guy but what's really going to happen is people are going to start stacking the case and they're going to look at his numbers and compare it to the other guys in that mix and say oh wait hey he ain't that far off why not yeah team's best team in the league or what you know close to it and it is yeah Yeah, for sure not a bad move no it's not it's not it's not it's not a bad move especially as far as the mvp because he is the he is the (laughs) best player on the best team in the league right yep but the face of the NBA is what I'm saying, right? Because 
for one thing, I don't understand why the face of the league has to be an American-born player. Because every time I'm watching something or reading something, they only list like Jason Tatum, John ja Moran, uh, 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 you know, as far as the next guys, Zion. And these guys are just, they're just not at the tier of where these international players are at. Mm-hmm. Jokic, Giannis, even Embiid, even though he hasn't won, but especially Jokic and Giannis, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 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 Luka to a lesser degree because he hasn't won either. You know what I mean? But I was still, I think Luka is a, is a more prominent player than Jason Tatum. You can argue whether he's better or not, but he, he has a, a bigger... A bigger profile. A bigger profile yeah. than Tatum, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, again, I, I don't... I mean, I guess a simple answer to say, you know, the league's in the United States, so there's there's probably some marketing thing, you know, in New York at the league office. It's like we we want to have an American-born player kind of prominent in our marketing. Mm-hmm. I get that; it makes some sense. But for me, looking at it from the Tatum perspective, and this is one of the qualities I admire about him: he's never been a guy that hides. He's a guy that he wants to be great. He tries to be great. He keeps himself out of trouble. He's a focused guy. I have a lot of respect for how he goes about being an NBA star. Now, there's a fair argument to say, hey, I just like a few players better than him, and I don't think he's in that absolute MVP tier. But for him to say it, to call it, to you know, whatever, speak it into existence, I got no problem with it. I like the ambition. You know, keep playing at the level and see what happens. Make people make a decision. Do you think he could, he could be the face of the league? Um, I don't think so because I, I, I think, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about the post LeBron thing. I honestly feel that player's probably not in the league yet. Mm. I, I, my belief on things is that there is, and it happened when Jordan left. Um, there's this push to replace this enormous person and you can't, nobody else is that. And so you're going to cycle through a couple guys, whatever, a batch of guys, thinking that they're the face, and they're not because they're not that good and we're that close to seeing greatness, meaning the prior guy, LeBron. It's going to just take a little bit of time. It might be a three-, four-, five-year window post-retirement when another player rises to prominence. And they may not have to quite be as good as LeBron, but they're going to be that next thing, and it's going to feel authentic, and we're going to be far enough removed from the shadow of LeBron that we could really embrace somebody as the new guy. I think that that's fe- what I believe. I think that feeds into the the conversation of why the the face of the league is always somebody that's uh, an American born citizen because people want somebody that they can relate to, and that's like a pe- like the people's hooper. You know what I mean? Like the type yeah. of guy you can run into at LA Fitness or whatever. And I feel like when LeBron came out, he he had that story. You know, he had the the lopsided afro, single mom, poor, you know what I mean? The aesthetic that people could relate to now. And, I mean, it's going to be super hard, especially now that we got NIL deals to get that same feel because, like, you know, 19-year-olds, for the most part, aren't driving Lamborghinis, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you've been rich since you were, like, 14, 15, it's going to be hard to look like the people's athlete because you're not yeah, that's a good, yeah that's a good point that, that's a good point that, that lifestyle that they live so yeah you're 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 i feel like you're absolutely right as far as like the players probably not in the league i mean it probably might not even happen man honestly the more i'm thinking yeah. about it you know what i mean because the game is just so different now man yeah yeah they may they may need to market the league you know in a different way i think you do i, I think yeah. you need to market it in a different way and be okay with that and and let this you know run its course you know yeah. let it run its course and you i mean the reality is you have a lot of great players in the league 
Yeah. And, and like, you know, like I've always loved Giannis. You, you know, you got Luca, you've got Jason Tatum. You got um you know, I mean and Wemby's a guy that's that's showing signs. He's got mm-hmm. a charisma, a, a character to him that, that's impressive. He obviously needs to start to have a, some team success before you're there. But there's just a lot of great players in the league that that take the game seriously, that give everything they have and and aspire to greatness and, and, you know, basically get there. And so, yeah, stop trying to just, like, find this next guy that you're not going to find and embrace kind of like an ensemble cast of guys that are worth following, that are, you know, dudes that are doing great things with basketball. You know who I, who I thought it was going to be, but it just obviously isn't? I thought Zion was going to take take over that mm. that because uh, he's an anom- anomaly of an athlete too, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he has sure. He has that, like – Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it was for LeBron too. They have like this this athletic ability that you can't teach or train. You know what I mean? It's just a natural freak level that makes people like you know gravitate towards. I think there's a there's a weird combination. There, it, part of it is like an elite, almost breathtaking athleticism that mm-hmm. that almost like you know you 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 realize instantly you're seeing something extraordinary. Right. There is. Also, a little bit of relatability to the way the player plays the game, and I and I do think, for pure big men, and I think this will apply to Wemby, like the the relatability issues are always very tough for big players, Jokic, Embiid, Wemby, because like people can't go to the gym and pretend to be you. Like it's right. just ridiculous, right. you know. But you know, on lower levels, you could try to be Jordan or Steph Curry or you know, even LeBron, maybe a little bit with at least being an all-around team player and yeah, doing yeah. things on both His ends. Style, yeah. and, and your your play style has to resonate and be relatable. Your athleticism has to be breathtaking, and then you got to be a, a guy that's commercially viable. Speak well, have a good backstory that that you know. I mean, you think about it, like LeBron, like the whole the single mom, the you know, grow up in Ohio, going to the Cavs, etc. It's it's a crazy narrative story. What do we hear about Jordan? Cut is it from the varsity or something? Yeah. Like those things are parts of their legacy and their whole story. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be, you know, whatever the you know, guy that grew up in three million dollar mansion and was number one player from eighth grade on. It, Nah, it's just not. Right, that's not the real thing. I he's think. Been on, I think he's, he's been absolutely on TikTok right on and YouTube that. dancing for the. Past. You're already tired of him by the time. <laughs> you're yeah, for I'm real. Sick of seeing this kid, man. Yeah, 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 that's a part of it, man. Nah, nah, that's good. That's real good. But yeah, we'll definitely, definitely see on that NBA returns uh, uh, this this week tomorrow actually. So we'll 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 see on that. Any quick notes you have from the All Star? I, I, I know they kind of tore it down. They did. I mean, and, and they rightly so. I, I to me, the All Star Game is is an embarrassment to the league. I mean, they throw this big weekend. They want everybody to pay attention to it, and then by the by Sunday, the game day, they they embarrass themselves, and it's mm-hmm. going on four, five, six years now. Yeah. And, and I I am so tired of listening to people not wanting to get hurt. I mean, as fans, we don't give a fuck. Play ball. Like, that's what you're here to do, you know. And if you are so concerned about injury, if you're so goddamn fragile, be Jimmy Butler and never go. (laughs) Seriously. We don't need you. I mean, we want 20 guys to show up that want to be there. I mean, and you don't have to play four quarters. You can't be as shitty as they were in the first quarter because you lose everybody. I mean, nobody's trying to do anything. 
you know, dudes are taking 35 foot threes every possession. Yeah, Nobody's man. getting back. It's a joke. It's just stupid. It looks bad. It's not entertaining. But be somewhat competitive. And then the fourth quarter, let's just go have a pickup game with the best dudes. Like the, the alphas step front and go play. It's not a complicated formula, but if you're league-wide that paranoid of injury, that paranoid of of exerting too much energy, I mean, what the fuck? I'm sure they play harder in practice. They do. They play harder in a pickup game in, in like a private run at UCLA. That's what yeah. I mean. Multiple guys said that. Yeah. That it's it's an absolute joke. This thing. I I would cancel it. Yeah, especially if they're because because even your guy Ant just came out and said yeah he just doesn't foresee players that even not just playing ever like he just doesn't he doesn't and LeBron they, comes out yeah I don't scenario. know what to do yeah I don't know like what to you're do. the fucking preeminent like, guy in you, the league you know what to do. set the tone if you play harder everybody else will exactly but also even you could even put onus on the coaches like like. Yeah, just sit Luca down. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody, but there were some guys out there that just really like Luca and um and fucking uh, Jokic. Those two guys, they yeah, they wanted to be anywhere but there. Yeah, like, yeah. Like they, <laughs> that shit was awful. No, no, thrilled. But and, then, but then, yeah. Other and look at who those guys are. I mean, they are like they're as big as we have in yeah, the league. Yeah, as big as we have. You know, and and they're the guys yeah. setting the tone. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a it's an absolute joke. It's an embarrassment. It was a handful of guys that was you know playing at a you know whatever okay level for what it was. KD. Yeah. Dang, but I mean you Cat. you know we've played pickup and Cat like is this fucking <laughs> come on man. Cat, I I would ban him from the league <laughs> just on stupidity alone. I could be a little off on this, but I feel like this might stem from just how the league has been conducting themselves like with the players these past few years like. Crazy with the text, can't show too much emotion and shit like that. They're kind of taking the competitive edge out of the game. So, I don't know. I would like to like ask a player like what 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 was the turning point? Because the, the All Star games used to be good. They used yeah, to, you know I'm gonna I mean? tell you the turn. It's a combination of what you just said, and then a combination of the league incentivizing players for everything else aside from the All Star weekend. Mm-hmm. Like like you're incentivized for playing more games now in the regular season. Like they give you more money. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, 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 then they uh, they implement it into your uh, uh, awards that you also get more money for if you win all you know first team NBA second team whatever All Star mm-hmm. game. So but all of that. So uh, uh, what they're saying is another thing you could do is just give them more money. Yeah. And then have them compete in the All Star game. And yeah. somebody even said maybe if you line up bags of money along the baseline. And the winner, you know what I mean? And the winner just gets the money. Gets the money. And the losers have to see them. Like, get the money. Yeah. money. And yeah. you know they're going to blow that money that night. Oh, that night. Yeah. And especially in a place uh, like Vegas, where it was this year. It was in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis. Oh, it's hard sorry. to blow that kind of money uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, who was in Vegas? Super, the Super Bowl, Bowl was in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl was in Vegas. <laughs> Bummer, man. I'm sure they got strip clubs in Indianapolis. <laughs> I don't want to see that town. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about tanking. <laughs> they got some big booty white girls in Indianapolis, man. <laughs> they, can, they keep it in Indianapolis. <laughs> don't bring that shit to Florida. They got no I use for it. Anything. I don't think I ever met any talent from there. No. 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 Not from Indianapolis. That's rough. Uh, that's where uh, Mike Epps is from, right? <laughs> yeah, he's from yeah. Indianapolis. Mike Epps probably we the talk about women. out of Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> I know we talk about women, but, you know. Um, all right. 
Yeah, we tried to talk about women and we came up with my caps. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Tells you all you need to know. <laughs> Tells you all you oh, wait, need. Janet, Janet Jackson, she's from Indiana, right? Gary, Gary Indiana? Indiana, that's right. Oh, oh shit, okay. they have something out there. <sighs> she's old and weird. <laughs> hey, she, she, you know, she showed a nipple. Yeah, that's good enough, right? A decade and a half ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm dying to see it today. <laughs> when she showed it, it was interesting. She'll probably die before she shows another nipple. <laughs> She's on the back nine of her career. <laughs> back nine of her life. But, uh... <laughs> back to Jari here. Oh, God. Okay. Back to Jari here. Um, what you got for us, my man? <laughs> Just put it in your hands. In regards to what? <laughs> <laughs> a crazy story, perhaps? I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, just, yeah. In, just in general? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That um, wasn't the best setup. I know, I know. I, I was like, damn, was I supposed to? If you got any, if you got any big chicks, I'll and then, But then Bubba yeah, peer pressured into us into an intro for his bad joke. Oh, boom. <laughs> Yo, so this, this is a true story. And, I like um, him. I don't know how to uh, even flip this, but um, I want to say, what was it, like two years ago? Two years ago, I was running a, a little... Whatever, I ain't gonna get into that. I was making a lot of money doing Lyft and Uber, more, more money, okay. more money than uh, people are aware that you can make on there. So I was running it up, and uh, I was picking up this chick one Sunday, or so I thought. I thought it was a chick getting in the car. It was a dude that she ordered the Uber for, and uh, he gets in the car. He's a little drunk. He's just going on and on. He's probably watching. He's <laughs> <laughs> going on and on about how you know. Ah, uh, she told me I had to leave because her son was coming over and she want to bring me around her son. He's going on and on for like twenty minutes, bro. Why did I get a text on my phone through the app of the girl saying, "Tell him to stop lying on me"? What? What? <laughs> bro, exactly, dog. I showed him the text. I was like, bro, did you pocket dial her or something? Like, how was she hearing what yeah. he checked his phone? No pocket dial. I checked mine to make sure I didn't call her on accident on my end. Nothing. So he calls her up. Like, yo, what you tripping for doing all that? Woo, woo, woo. And then uh, <laughs> she was she was she was like, yeah, you in the, you in there trying to show off for your Uber driver? And like he had put the phone down. He's like, hey, bro, you know I fuck with you. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He put the phone back up. I don't give a fuck about this Uber driver. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, I couldn't believe that shit, bro. I don't know. She bugged him. She had the microphone on him or what? I couldn't believe that shit, bro. That's funny. Man. Yeah, bro. I, it was like, damn. I really wish I had a camera in my car right. Right now we be fucking maybe she famous just knows. tomorrow. Maybe she just knows him well enough know, that that's right? what he's gonna know, do. Right? It had to be right because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm thinking like, okay, so how did you? To this day, I you don't even know. I have no idea, bro. That's great because he showed me his call log. He didn't call her. Dang, you know what I mean? That's funny. I have no that's idea. Funny. That shit was. Dog, I screenshotted. I screenshotted her message when it happened because I was like, nobody's ever gonna fucking believe me <laughs> that, uh, that this shit happened. But man, if I had a camera, bro, I'd be a, get a damn celebrity right now. That shit was crazy. No, that's real crazy. I seen him. Uh, I seen him at a restaurant. Uh, like months and months later. And it was one of them weird things where I was just like, bro, I'm not even going to, like, say what's up and tell him that. I, but I could tell the way he's looking at me. He, he remembered. Me. I, like, I ain't even going to bring, bring it up, man. That's funny, man. That's <laughs> really good. Oh, man. Strange things that happened in an Uber. The way you oh, first man. told the story, I thought it was going to be a trans person. 
Oh, because yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, he went from doing yeah, the yeah. chick. Like, oh, hold on, what's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, I can't even find that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 do you do you do shit. you do you stay away from uh LGBT jokes? Um, not on purpose, but yeah, I do. But um, when I get one that's good enough, I'll, I'll definitely say. I used to do one that was that was crazy. It was hilarious, but it was crazy. It was a little too far, a little too. You know what I'm saying? It was going when I was going through my villain era as a comedian. But <laughs> um, era. I'm not. I mean, the way I do it is I make people sign like morality contracts. So. I start out on top of just saying something that's like off the wall that's at to like my detriment. And once they laugh at that, it's just like you can't be mad at that. You were just laughing at my dad's funeral. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, like, okay, like so that. you're saying yeah, 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 it'll be on you. The yeah, joke's on you yeah, or your family be, or whatever. They, they love it. So yeah, you come out the up. gate with that yeah, and then yeah, you basically yeah. clear the way to say whatever they exactly. want. <laughs> I like don't, that. Don't get offended now. When it was on me, it was all good. Now it's on you and you feeling the kind of way. Mm. But if that goes bad, do you kind of change up where you're going to go next? Yeah, 100%. I uh I kind of envy people who have like a set list and it they just, just roll with it no matter yeah, exactly. what. Exactly, <laughs> my shit is always just a vibe. I'm just up there vibing and how it goes, how it goes, and it, you know what I mean. That's the way to do it. Man. Yeah, no, I I, I, I some I'm, some of the top comedians. Well, I, but it is not. Don't get me wrong. Uh, like uh, certain comedians, even you, talking about a national level, they do go through the set list. They're gonna go with. It, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But a guy like you could tell, like, uh, and I, I know you said Dave Spell's one of your favorite comedians. Like he's a guy. He's just up there riffing. Yeah. You know I mean, he. I, I'm sure he can change lanes yep. as he as he pleases. You know I, I mean? think that's the like. Again, at the end of the day, you're trying to entertain people. Yeah. And if you're not necessarily reaching them with what you're doing, why not adapt? You know, right. if you have a bag, use the bag. Like, yeah. don't just be, oh, hey, I, I, this is what I wrote up for tonight, and this will roll, whether mm-hmm. it works or not. I, I just don't know any industry, any aspect of life where that's the answer. It's always about, <laughs> like, adapting and, and figuring things out. No matter yeah. how this goes, this is how it's going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's ever, like, who have you ever encountered that had that mentality that you walked away respecting them? <laughs> uh, it depends because, like I said, it, there are a lot of like national and good comedians that that's th- that's just the way they do, and f- it's for various reasons. It, it, even in sports, that's it, that's the thing. Like some guys don't have a left hand, but I don't I mean, respect Jay- that. Jalen Brown saying, has succeeded in the NBA, but what he's I'm the s- highest paid player in the NBA history, and he doesn't have a left hand. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, what I'm, I'm saying is, I th- like I always look at that as as weakness. Like lack of adaptability is a character flaw. Yeah. For me, I mean, I, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, no, no, yeah, who have you ever encountered in that? And then you really walked away. Man, I really respect that guy. I understand. Yeah. You know that. And then sometimes, especially in comedy, you, you really don't know. You know, you really wouldn't know because because you know people do bomb at every level, right? Yeah, for sure. So you could just bomb out, but really, it might be he bombed out because he, he he came with this one. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying? So yeah, you like. I feel like sometimes you can get away with telling a bad joke, maybe two, but if you can, if you have a way out. Like the show can keep going, but when you bomb and then the joke is just like, why would you even think that was funny? And you don't have a way out from it. That's when they start to hate you. It's yeah. like, bro, you wasted my time up here. Right now. <laughs> have you ever had like a, a a heckler that you actually like got concerned that it might be more than just heckling? It might might turn to fists. Um, fists, nah. I've had a, I've had people heckle me that are like, it's all right. So boom, if I'm doing an open mic. I'm usually around newer comedians. The only time I get like upset by it is if you're a new comedian and you're trying to heckle. Cause it's like, show some respect. You know what I mean? You should, 
you're trying to be taken seriously in this industry and you're coming in very arrogant and then you go up and you suck too. I don't like you as a person no more. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, okay. they, might, they might be drunk too. I've seen yeah, that. I've yeah, seen that at y'all yeah, open but, mics. Yeah. Man, that's the thing too. The, the the getting drunk thing, man, I've been drinking, going downtown, doing the club promoter thing, all that kind of shit. And like, I've never had no nights for real where I'm just like, damn, I, I, I owe some people an apology. Oh, you know man, what I mean? Yeah. So like, I've never really even liked when people use that, oh, I was drunk excuse, because it's like, bro, I done been drunk a thousand times, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never went out sad like that. I might I might have a conversation where I say I, I, I said too much or just gave up too much information about something I, I ain't really even want to talk about, but never to the point where I'm just out disrespecting people and being an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did, did you see that, that clip? There was a comedian, like, and, uh, like, John Jones, the MMA guy, was heckling him. No, no, it's no. kind of funny. Well, that's yeah, that's you gotta. <laughs> that's just, yeah, you gotta let him rock that. out. <laughs> yeah, right. right. However, you want to do this job, <laughs> we're okay. You gotta let him rock yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 even with the mic stand, you still you still down forty. You still down forty. That's what made me think of the question, though. Now I was there one night, and it was this um, it's uh, yeah, I don't, you know, it was a person up on stage, and they were performing, and they were going too long. And y'all, and y'all giving the light, giving the light. What you do in that situation? Because it, it's, it's tough because they going. Mm-hmm. And this person, eh, the crowd going pretty good. So it's not like they're bombing. They're yeah. going pretty decent. But, you know, because it's several reasons I would imagine y'all got the light. Because, number yeah. one, y'all got to move the fucking show along. Right. But I'm sure y'all, if a person is killing the crowd, y'all probably do let them go a little bit longer than you would expect. Yeah. But when they just keep fucking going, what can you do? Because mm-hmm. that night you really couldn't, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you got to hit that soundboard and turn that mic off. You know I mean? Gotta <laughs> yeah. turn that mic off, or I mean, I I haven't had to do it, but I've seen people have to walk on stage and just, hey, bro, it's over. For real, <laughs> let, let, let it go. That, let it the, go. The ship is well, sailed. I was gonna ask though, do, does like the the host of the show have his own mic though at all times or no? Nah, you, oh, usually okay. not. Usually okay. not. But um, yeah, I, I might have to start implementing that um the two mic system just so the show can run faster so the host doesn't have to get back on stage and you know take up more time because if we did it like that we could probably get more comedians on the show yeah that's what i was thinking if you had a second mic you could just kind of like hey we're gonna move on to that. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't have to do that because even if you're a first time comedian you should know what the fucking light but uh, people, and they, but and they pe- be flashing but, but people light. people are assholes Bro, though. like they're yeah. just assholes sometimes you the know? industry of comedy attracts some of the biggest fucking weirdos you will ever meet in your life <laughs> some people like they don't have any social cues they're living in their own reality so, yeah, they'll go on stage and try to run the light 10, 15, 20. Like, bro, let it go. And then they'll get off stage. Oh, they hating on me, bro. I was killing, and they try to cut me short. I'm better than everybody else that's on this lineup. Why wouldn't you let me go longer? Bro, it was horrible. It was horrible. We were not enjoying that, bro. But people be living in their own delusions. You know what I mean? So yeah. I get a I get a bad, I won't say a bad, there's a narrative that's out there about me that I just, like, I let it fly because it keeps people away from me. But, like, they, uh, I just have, like, an unapproachable asshole demeanor to people. And I mean, I'm not saying that's true or false, but I'm letting it ride because it keeps the weirdos the fuck away from me. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like repellent. You know what I'm saying? Weirdo you gotta be repellent. real, real, uh, real confident in yourself in a particular way to, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Feel comfortable around me, I guess. No, that's, that's what's up. That is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you remember, but you bought me a drink actually at the last one. I don't remember that I know, at all. You was, <laughs> where, where, where you, you had a drink a couple. It was at that don't don't don't, don't tell. The don't tell. Yeah, the one that Which was in one? up there in the attic upstairs. In I the attic. knew. Yeah. 
That's that Damn, that. that's crazy. Y'all, you a funny dude, man, because you got a real low-key, chill demeanor, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'll be chill. You know what I'm saying? Real, real fly-on-the-wall type business, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude. Like a ghost, he don't even make he don't even make noise when he walks. <laughs> <laughs> gliding around, he's a ninja. <laughs> That's crazy. When is the next? Uh, don't don't tell. This Friday. This is this Friday? Is this Friday? Mm-hmm. You pretty much go every Friday and Saturday on every that. Every Friday and Saturday. Yep. And where do you just like? How can somebody find out when the next location is? You got to go to don'ttellcomedy.com and then type in the city that you're in, and it'll show up. Uh, you know, so if you want to find Orlando, just type Orlando, and it'll be like May 23rd, March 16th, or whatever. You know what I mean? Cool. I ain't, I ain't have to do all that last yeah. time. I yeah. think you, did you just put? I think you just put a link on your page mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. and it goes directly there, mm-hmm. so they yeah. can also hit you. So your Instagram is is it just Jari Nose? Yeah, Jari Nose. Hit me at Jari Nose. Uh, I send you the the link. And, um, yeah, I mean, you won't know the venue. I ain't going to tell you. You ain't going to know the venue <laughs> until the day of. And, uh, yeah, man, this shit is just a vibe, man. I can't believe this is a thing. Can you, can you, because we were talking off, off mic about it. Can you talk about, like, how it's a good, great date, you know, date night type of thing? Just go through that. Oh, man. All right, so, boom, the whole premise for the Don't Tell thing is that it's a comedy show in places that comedy normally doesn't exist or live shows at all. We've had shows at skate parks. We did one at, like, a juvenile detention center. We did one at, at, at a, <laughs> yeah, but like the, the setting is just, you know, it's just, you know, a spontaneous kind of thing. We did one in like a shoe store and, um, yeah, man, you pay $25 and for the most of the shows, they're usually BYOB. So if you and a young lady want to go out $50 on a ticket, bottle, of, what, what y'all drink? Taylor port, <laughs> 15 bucks, you at 65 bucks, you get, you know, drink in a show. I mean, or you could go to the restaurant take her out you down 150 off rip you know what i'm saying you know you're gonna eat and you're gonna have to chit chat you got to provide the conversation whereas at the comedy show we doing all the talking you know what i'm saying so you really can't lose bro for introverted dudes this is the answer come on man forget yeah. about it different location every time so if you a dude that got six shorties on your roster come on man that's six weeks Worth the thinking. You don't even got to do it no more. Whereas yeah. if you want to keep going to the same bar and over and over with six different girls, the bartender going to recognize you. She's going to know you a dirt bag. Talk about and, it. You know what I'm saying? That's one less shorty <laughs> that you can add to your roster. You're, you're preaching above you his life. Talk about it. Whereas you can come to the comedy show in the, in the shoe store and bag the cashier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she don't know you a dirt bag. Because I, I bought one to the last Don't Tell, but I, I wasn't going to bring her to the next one. Come you see on, what I'm man. saying? So don't I, I don't have any issues. Yeah. That's a plus for me. You like don't it, tell, man. you like don't it. tell. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all jokes, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't believe jokes. in, you know, polygamy. Yo, I was thinking the other day, isn't it messed up? Like, polygamists get, like, this vibe of, like, being sexual weirdos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But every other... Sex thing is accepted, like furries and, you know what I'm saying? Like, all, yeah, bro, all of this weird shit. But if you, I think it says more. I think it says more about you if you have two women that love you than just one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just love love and I want love from a lot of people. Am I a bad person for that? You I'm not saying I'm a polygamist. No. I'm just putting myself in their shoes. You, you know? just have great respect for them. But what it is, I'm sure way, way back in the dark golden ages, Women put a bad dark <laughs> golden ages. <laughs> golden because I that had to be a fun time to live. You could just fuck everywhere, fuck outside, you fuck all day, and you really didn't have to work. In the just... days of Caligula, the horse will fuck you too. <laughs> but I'm I'm sure women put a bad like a bad onus on that. 
But mm-hmm. every other sex thing, like he said, is is acceptable, you yeah. know, because it just involves you and her. But anything that involves multiple, she's, you know, no, that's that's right. fucked up. And then they put it out into the yeah. world, right. and now everybody thinks it's fucked up. Yeah, you know, there you go. Add the P to the LGBTQ thing, and you, you, y'all will have my support. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, you don't have his support now. <laughs> Cancel on, this guy. I'm on the fence. <laughs> I'm on the fence. <laughs> I'm on the fence about support, y'all. Just how y'all on the fence. <laughs> just, uh, just no, rope kidding. in the polygamy, and we're all good. Right. But yeah, because 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 I feel it's like negotiation. You gotta have mad whole type dudes at the pride parades. <laughs> the black Israelites out there. Hey, we got to get down. <laughs> They'll feel protected. They yeah. see those guys. Don't the, aren't, the, aren't the Mormons big on the multiple wives? Hell yeah, maybe. I think so. I think it's only worked one way though. It's only for it's only like uh, for men with the multiple wives. Like the that's the thing I noticed in poly, the polygamous world because I follow the pages because the conversations are just interesting, enlightening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always try to be like, no, it's cool if Shorty want to have three husbands too. Now we gotta be fair. <laughs> Mormons not going for that. You know <laughs> no, they ain't going for that. <laughs> no, that's hilarious though. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I wouldn't be one of the. Uh, you kind of probably already is. I was right. gonna say one of the extra guys. You know right. what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. When you think about That's it, exactly when, what I was thinking. <laughs> when she, you she, out here, she just doing it in your face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the only difference. The the thing is though, is once you take that pick, like yeah, this is her, this is me, and this is him. It gives off that image of like. Damn, so y'all be y'all just doing it together at the same yeah, time? Nah, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's. I okay, Shorty got a roster. I'm on the roster. Cool. I'm number two, three, whatever. Right. Uh, that I can deal with. But just to be sitting on a date with the nigga right there. <laughs> we not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make, <laughs> trying to make small talk. You looking crazy. So how was your day? Right. <laughs> you living in the same house. Who right. gets to right. sleep in the master bed? I'm not sleeping in master. I'm not sleeping in bed with him. But also, I don't want to be in the next room. I want to be in the exactly. master bed. <laughs> right. What determines all of this stuff? Which hole you're, you going to get tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Rock, paper, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we know what whole ends getting tonight. <laughs> Shout out to Ed. It's his birthday. Um, yeah, that's crazy, man. I, I, yeah, I, I, it's just not a situation for me because no, it's too much, too no, many man. variables, man. Too many, too many variables. <laughs> too many, too many detestable characteristics. You know, what if he's making less money than me? Who's who's paying? You know, most of the bills. Not only you're paying her bills, you're paying his uh, bills too. I'm paying, I'm paying more of the bills, but, but but he's fucking more. Like it's, uh, right, because he, he's not working. He's, he's not just working. at the crib pounding the rounds. <laughs> and I'm at work. Ah, you know slaving. Slaving. You get back for round, round three or four. <laughs> you Yo, how was work, bro? Oh, right, right. Bad, bad, bad. How was yeah, work? I'm almost done. Hold up. Crazy. Hold on. I'm almost done. Hold on. You how was work, bro? It's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's, that's crazy work right there, man. <laughs> but look at me though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Let me see here. Ebony says, Bubba, with a little bit of practice, you're gonna be great. Wow. A, you're late with that comment, Ebony, but I will take it. I appreciate that. Only a little bit of practice. And then, then Chris is saying it is a lot of black people in Indianapolis. No. I've uh, never been there. No, me either. Don't plan on going either. <laughs> I'm sure there was during All Star Weekend. Yeah. Okay. Lay is asking what time is the game tomorrow. <laughs> All right, so what's next? <laughs> uh, we better end. We better 9.45, Lay. <laughs> yeah, 9.45, Lay. 
what you what you, so the, the don't tell don't is it don't ask don't tell or just don't tell? No, nah, just don't tell. Don't tell is Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other things coming up right after that? Uh, tomorrow I'm doing um uh, the dark comedy yeah, comedy I'll be comedy there. dark at Grape and Grain, and I'm doing uh, Milk District comedy. Uh, at Barley and Vine I'll let y'all know This is my first time Talking about it publicly But I'm working on A comedy bar crawl um, What is that? Right now So just how they do Bar crawls downtown Where people just bar hop I'm mm-hmm. working on Like a comedy bar crawl Where at 5 o'clock This show is going on here At 5 o'clock This show is going on here And people can just like Hop from show to show In the Milk District There's like five venues oh, wow. Over there that we're working with So we're gonna be like Yeah 6.30 here 7 o'clock here da 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 You can just rotate We'll do like a 20 minute Intermission um, in between shows just to give people time to walk over to other venue or whatever. Okay, and, that'd be um, dope. See, this that's all I'm talking about, man. The fresh, dope ideas. Mm-hmm. So it's just not comedy show on Tuesday every Tuesday night. Yeah. you still have those, but you know the the supplement it with some some good. You got to be innovative. Yeah, can I to can I toot my own horn? I feel like <laughs> I feel like that. people don't. People aren't taking advantage of the times that we live in because a lot of the stuff they're doing right now in the comedy world is the first time doing it. But when I first started doing this shit, I was producing my own shows. So now that I see how easy it is with the internet to get people to come out, I'm like, oh, y'all niggas is sleeping. You yeah. used to have to be lit to sell a show out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Thanks. Now you don't even I don't even have to tell niggas to line up on don't tell. The proof is in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people are coming, they're paying top dollar to come out to a comedy show. They don't even know where it's at and they don't know who the lineup is. And a hundred people are still showing up to that. Get on your game. Learn how to market, <laughs> learn how to advertise because you can make some money and move some chains out here. You know what I'm saying? And people they're they're so fresh to it that they're just like slow rolling it and Oh, nah, fuck that. Do five shows a week in five different places all at the same time. Fuck it. Why not? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be there. Let's this, go. This shit is unbelievable, bro. I'll I be like, I just be sitting back like, and it's cool because like, it's, it's working to my benefit now. I get to like expand my brand and like do more shows and put together more productions and shit. But at the same time, I can't lie. I'm a little jaded because I'm like, man, y'all don't know how hard a nigga had to work to sell 100 tickets <laughs> six, seven years ago. You know what I'm saying? And now y'all just doing that shit with a push of a button. I used to have to drop tickets off at people's houses and shit, take pictures with niggas I ain't like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this shit was crazy. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Yeah, Yo, you should release on your Instagram like, like just random pictures of people I didn't like. <laughs> Yo, a whole reel? A whole yeah. reel? Like, For real. Yeah. Yeah, this dude is a little weirdo. You know what I'm saying? He used to let me smash his sister. Like, all good. What, what a gentleman. <laughs> was she good like? Yeah. Say what? Was she good like? <laughs> I wish I could lie to you, but I just made that up. Okay. <laughs> I should have just kept it going. Nah, you know live, why I didn't keep it going? Friend. You know why I didn't keep it going? Because I ain't want somebody out there to really think I'm talking about them. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, let me, let me, let me chill. Let me chill. What what um what, what are you trying to take that uh, this comedy to? Like, Man, I want to produce a festival, full blown, full scale, two thousand people comedy slash music festival. So I'm just slow rolling that. That's my that's 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 what I'm working towards. Um, I, I I've been saying this shit from the very beginning. I've been looking for this clip on this podcast I did like fucking what ten eleven years ago. Um, but I never got into comedy wanting to be the biggest Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart superstar comedic. Uh, Internet. I I want to just produce stuff. I want to be behind the scenes. I want to write, and I want I want to be that dude where it's like, yeah, like he can do his thing on stage. Like, don't sleep. 
but he just choose not to. You know what I'm saying? Type yeah. shit. Like like yeah. a, like Byron Allen. Byron Allen is like a mogul in comedy. He's like one of the richest comedians to ever live. He owns like Viacom and Weather Channel. And you ain't he don't got no specials. He, you know what I'm saying? He started yeah. off as a comedian. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to have to be hopping. You see, yep, we're seeing it right now in real time. All of these like older comedians hopping on the camera. Oh, they owe me uh fifty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to go outside like that. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to them, but like let's call it what it is, man. Y'all going outside. If you was the, my motto is the ones that's winning ain't complaining. So that's all true. of this, all of this crying and I'm seeing, I'm like, man, are you telling you telling the people a lot more than what you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. But if you're complaining, you're not winning. Yeah, bro. That's the thing. If somebody who who bitches about you, they're never above you. They're always below. You know how crazy you look to be up a hundred million dollars and be like, "Yo, that cashier at the liquor store writing a whole post about it." Like, <laughs> no, bro, you, you winning. You're not worried about that. I uh, I was thinking about it the other day because people always want to be like, "Yeah, when I get my moment, I'm a I'm a shit on this person and I'm a really like stunt and da 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 da." But Think about it like this, bro. When Obama got elected and he walked up to the podium, he wasn't like, in ninth grade, my teacher said I wasn't never going to be shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he had his eyes on the future. And a lot of people, when they win shit, that's where they're at. You know what I'm saying? And they're not doing that to like masquerade as like a humble person. It's just an honest feeling of when you're in that moment and you winning, you don't even want to acknowledge people in your past that you want to shit on because you're really uplifting them. So you really want to shit on them, bro. Stop complaining. Biggie did in Juicy, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went yeah. for that moment. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was probably losing when he recorded that song. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there he yet. He wasn't there yet. Selling, you know, <laughs> he was manifesting. Right? He was manifesting. But, yeah, you know, that's big in the, in the, in the black community, though. You know, it's, we feel compelled to, like, to tell you shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah these are the motherfuckers who, who, who shit on me, said I wasn't going to mm-hmm. be nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to know. Right. I want you to know that I want everybody to know that you said this shit. And look where I'm at now. And, and, that's and why more I importantly, gotta, look where you're at. That's why I got to wear all the big watches and chains and you, all the, the, the right. designer clothes. That's you, you all know that's so, tied to You know something reason. I've been trying to, like, master lately because I was, I was, I was like, I was real, like, not on this type of shit. But, like, when, when you – have you ever fell out with a homie, like, somebody, like, super close to you? Yeah. Those, those be the worst – like fallouts right yeah like because you love that person yeah but that love is matched with the hate that you like you got a new hate for them <laughs> and it but it's really because you love them so like a lot of times when people be like oh fuck you duh, you try to shit on me dog you bringing their name up and bringing relevance to their name because you got some kind of like admiration you know what i'm saying whether you want to uh, acknowledge it as that or not i've been working on controlling shit with my silence like, it's people that be taking shots at me online and trying to, like, uh, provoke a reaction out of me and get my attention because they really want me to They want me to embrace them. Yeah. But, now nah, my silence is going to hurt way more than me telling you how I feel about you. Now you got to go to bed at night wondering how I feel about you. <laughs> that shit is what drives people crazy and how yeah. you know, I build up that pressure. I mean, it sounds evil, but, I mean... No, I like it. I like it. Yeah, bro, like, I'm trying to get rid of all of that because I... I, I there's I used a, to love the uh, the fucking like man suck my dick like you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. I used to love the confrontation you know what I'm saying but I'm I'm really trying to just master like you not even worth speaking to yeah. or about now you know yeah. what I'm saying I'm really trying to get on that yeah 
That, there's there's a beauty in inflicting mental damage. Yeah, bro. I love yeah, it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah. All right, let's go here. We got we got two two quick things to hit. No, one quick thing to hit. And then just gonna, one. Yeah, I don't think I want to talk about Rivers. Um, no. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like he just woke up from a bad dream. What? <laughs> <laughs> we blew a three-one lead. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Um, tell us some of the guys are in Cabo. <laughs> yeah. No, right. now, I wanted to quickly hit, of course, um, uh, hometown from Jones, right? Uh, uh, DeAndre Robinson. Uh, uh, yeah, DeAndre Robinson, right? <laughs> DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre Robinson. All right. Just bought his mama a home, man, after getting the NIL deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, hadn't even started college yet and buying your mama a house. Yes, okay. Some crazy money, man. That's the part of the story I didn't get. I assumed he was on the Gator team last year, but this is a guy that just committed and signed to the Gators. Already rolling in enough NIL money to, to buy a new crib. That's usually like, you know, draft day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> We've moved things up quite a bit. <laughs> what He's up? five years ahead of schedule. Yeah. Four years ahead of schedule. This, yeah. That's why rap music falling off. This nigga's supposed to be in a studio somewhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga out here getting real money with no strings attached. Oh, no. I can't <laughs> have that. <laughs> I can't have that. That's funny, though. That's crazy. But the first thing I thought about was like, you know, damn, I didn't know the money was this crazy. Because, yeah, you know, we had Peyton on here, the five-star offensive lineman, and he was telling us some numbers, but it wasn't like buy your mama a brand-new house. Well, but, but see, I, okay, look at the clip, though. It says a 111K valuation. Like, what what, what, did, what did he pay for this house? Like, what did he put down on it? Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, I, I hate to be the bearer of nah, like nah, nah, cynicism nah. but is, it's kind of like real, what's you know, what's the situation did he like have enough money that he be- paid a house cash or did he have enough money that he put down a down payment and he mm-hmm. knows you know whatever's in L situation he'll be able to carry a mortgage I was gonna comfortably because what we talked about also is is it may not be his only nil deal like he may no, have true, true. too but like logistically though i mean am i am i splashing down three four five hundred k on a house like now we're cashed out mom's good or am i putting down like 30 grand and taking a mortgage but probably I, you know that's that most likely yeah most likely yeah but yeah. but again i think it's important and i'm not i don't want to shit on this this is great for this kid it's great for his family i don't want to say anything negative about that but when you see the story like this it makes you like what does it say like the other kids in school and whatever what are they thinking this guy just got like you know 500k a million or more or whatever but they're saying right here at 111k evaluation like all right maybe he's gonna get 111 for his freshman year that's great that's yeah. fantastic but again like let's not get carried away and think the money's maybe deeper than that yeah but he's i'm sure he's going to get he's going to get more because i was watching um the 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 johnny manzel uh he he was on with shay yeah and he was saying how his his uh the year he left to go pro his dad went to texas daniel coaches like hey we'll stay for two million We'll stay for two years because I guess he was a, a redshirt sophomore. When yeah. He, we'll stay for two more years if you give us $2 million. And the coach laughed in his face. Right? Yeah. And then it, the coach ended up getting fired and never coached again. I don't right. know if you know that. Um, and Well, no, it's Kevin Sumlin, right? Never been a head coach again. I don't know if he – Well, he went to Arizona. Oh, well, right and after that. Then he got, then right he got after fired that, after that. Then he yeah. got fired. So right, right, yeah, right after the yeah. Arizona game. Now, 
because back in it, you know, back then before NILs, that's how it was all backdoor deals. Like, yeah, backdoor. You, you wasn't supposed to exchange, especially not no fucking two million dollars. But that was uh, yeah. Johnny said he knows for one hundred percent fact that was happening at every school: Florida State, Alabama, Florida, all of the schools. Yeah. You know, you know, you you know, Tebow's, all these guys, they're getting money. You know, under the table, right? You know what I'm saying. And some got caught for it. We would see the, we would yeah. catch the story every yeah. once in a while. Somebody get caught. Um, but but when yeah, you, but when you throw two billion dollars, like like it's his pro career was so bad. But it, like you go back to his college, like he was enormous. Oh yeah, like he was an absolute oh, sensation. And and, and and he had commercial. already proved it on the field. Yeah, like yeah, this for guy sure. here hasn't even stepped for on sure. campus yet. For sure, you know what I'm saying. But well, yeah. my point is because like a lot of these uh, guys in high school, you know, back in the day, like. They would buy the guy's parents a house. Yeah, yeah. You know that's that's that yeah. would be the thing. Or like give it, you, give, give him some random job or whatever. Well, Coach job. K would move everybody to Durham. Okay, that was his move. I mean, he would recruit a guy, and then miraculously, you know, his mom or dad or both ended up with a nice paying job somewhere in Durham, North Carolina, yeah. even if they're from Louisiana or New Jersey or wherever. All of a sudden, the winning lottery ticket <laughs> yeah. uh, was in their pants. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but so instead, that money is just going from there to officially in these players' hands. That's my point. Yeah, to that. yeah. So that's just that's all that's going on. And and yeah, and and, and your nil opportunities they advance as you perform better. On the on the field, but you know, you know, whatever we don't hope for this. But what if a guy blows his first nil deal and then doesn't pan out on the field? Probably wishing. No, you, you got to be like you, you know got to be. Um, yeah, there's there's a performance element to this, mm-hmm. you know, and and you've got to deliver the goods, and, and there's there's no way around that. Um, you know that. They'll rec- if you're not playing, they're going to recruit over you. They'll encourage you to transfer out. And just you're gonna be marginalized. They can cut the NIL money if they want. Um, yeah, you absolutely have to perform, or or it's gonna be. But that's life. Yeah, that's life. You know, you get into the league that you know after your first contract. If you're not playing, you're you're out of the league. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, you it's okay. Like it's okay to to put an onus on people to perform, like and not you know just pay people to suck. Yeah. It's still kids, though. That don't matter? Grown-ass men. 18 or 19 years old. Yeah, you up 100 bands, you a fucking grown man in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, but seriously, if you look at that, like, they are investing money in you. You're, you know, you're negotiating to get this money. You got to do something for the money. Right. Otherwise, it's a bad investment, and if they can get out of it, they're gonna. You know, you you become a man when you, you you know, you sign on and, and, and people are paying you to perform. Right. You buy your mama a house. Yeah. You buy your mama a house, you can smash all her friends. People don't know that. <laughs> do, do you say that from personal experience? No, just, right. no that's real. You though. better hope your mom's got some fine friends, though. No, nah, my homie bought a house one time, and I don't want to talk about it. I, I kind of want you to talk about no. it. <laughs> Why not? No, Imagine that, though. He just makes the round of the friends, just like, out there cougar hunting. Literally. Wow. If you buy the house, do you feel, you know, like this is, you know, this is my, still my house, mama? Like I'm. Yeah, that changes the dynamic for you, sure. You smashing other chicks in the house. You do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, doing a, you're walking around with no shirt on, like whatever you want to do. <laughs> you bought the house. I mean, at some point, that's the new reality. Most parents try to set that. Uh, that role too like oh when you pay the bills here you, yeah you, that's true <laughs> hey, he's probably heard that for about nine years old <laughs> and you told me 
He's probably gotten to pay the bill speech since he was about five years old. Uh, yeah. Yeah, now I'm paying the bills. So, Mom, you get the smaller bedroom and <laughs> keep your mouth closed when I'm smashing in the other room. <laughs> Don't cause no trouble. All right. Uh, let them know where they can find you at. Again, your IG and, 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 the, and the websites one more time. Oh, yeah. Y'all can find me at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that, at Jari Knows, J-A-R-I-K-N-O-W-S. Follow me. I follow back if you bad. That was, nah. nah that, was, that, that sounded a lot cooler in my head, but then when I said it, I'm like, that's not even that's not even me. Hey, it's all about getting your reps in and getting better. I know, right? <laughs> all right, man. On the best podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Hey, we out. Appreciate y'all boys for having me, man. Oh, it was fun, man. Enjoyed it. Hell yeah.